This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse Nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you Star Wars nerds out there. I'm Joanna Carabast Krupnik. And I'm Brian, sister, sister, never knew <laughs> how much I missed you, Plofsky. And we're so happy that you also think Saul Guerrero has a terrible tactical mind to be with us today. Because today in the Nerdverse, we are joining in for the pomp of our weddings to give you our instant reactions to episode five of Mandalorian and episode, well, the, the final two episodes of The Bed Bitch. So you may be thinking, how do I ensure I don't miss all these great new episodes? Well, it's easy. Just be sure you're subscribed to The Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at The Nerdverse Pod. Um, but as we begin every episode, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We will be spoiling lots of stuff from Mandalorian to Bad Batch to Rebels to a lot of other stuff. Uh, so this is your spoiler alert alert. So now that we've done that, it's time to enter Nerdverse Customs. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet and I'm going to see the world. Let me see your identification. This week, we're heading into the Star Wars sector of the Nerdverse. Um, all right, Joanna, let me see. So I see here your Star Wars passport has not uh, eight stamps. Um, uh, I, I can't make out what the stamp is. Well, I guess, <laughs> excuse me, I, I have, I'm recovering from a cold. Um, <laughs> so I sound awful and apologies, apologies to all. Um, I, in honor of our dear sweet Omega, I will give uh, myself my eight, um, I don't know, pink laser arrows. What the hell is she using? Yeah, pink laser it's like arrows. A bow and that arrow, works. Yeah, yeah. But laser? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, what about you? Uh, uh, my uh, tech goggles. Oh, fudge. <laughs> fudge and Jeez. Oh, boy. Can't wait to get into that. I know. Um, I kind of want to give myself nine sometimes because, like, I mean, I don't know. You have the thing is, unless you're ready to go to ten, I can't go to nine. But one day, I think one day. you need to give yourself credit. I don't know if I'm a ten though. You know things about Tashi Station and Lambda shuttles, I'm sure, and you've got some recall that I still sure. lack in the OG, OG, OG. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but you know, when things happen like that happened in this episode, I'm like, look at me. I, I get this. I get this. I that's get this true. reference now. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Anyway. Um, well, I, I guess let's let's start off with Bad Batch. Um, sure. These were the two finale episodes um, of season two. Um, uh, we're, we'll talk about how we felt about the episode and then uh, how we felt about uh, uh, the season overall. So, Joanna, did you like these two episodes? I feel like these are my favorite episodes of the season. <laughs> like, yeah. But the sad part is, 
why did I need to watch the season? <laughs> yeah, I feel very <laughs> similarly. I enjoyed these episodes, but I was kind of like, I don't know. It was a very, very uneven season. A lot of things were phoned in. A lot of things were heavy handed. And I know it's a kid's cartoon show. I get that. But like, I don't know. And the surprises, it, it was very good. And I don't mean to be like a Debbie Downer, uh, but like, I don't know. A lot of the surprise. I was not impressed with like a lot of the surprises during the season. And I don't believe that tech is dead, by the way. I hope you're right. I, I don't, I get the sense that, that I, 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 at first I was like, well, that's a beautiful exit. So like, I feel like it's in, it's intentional, mm-hmm. but then you're right. I was like, what, what made me think that what made me mumble to myself, similarly to the way you just mumbled to yourself, <laughs> yeah. um, is, uh, when the guy brought the goggles to me yeah. that said, oh, they collected Tech's body. They were able to save him to do tests on him. Like right. I, that, that if they had left that goggles portion out, I would have thought he was dead at least a little bit more. The goggles made me believe that like, oh, the Imperials scooped him up. Yeah. If his goggles were in the shape that they were in, which wasn't actually horrible, the yeah. rest of his body could be okay. I agree. And I also was like, wait, that's really sad because he has that moment with Wanda Sykes' character because she kind of has a crush on him or whatever. Yeah, where did that come from? I don't know. I mean, I do think Tech is super cute. Sure, but that narratively that came out of nowhere and all it did was foreshadow what was going to happen to him that he wasn't coming back. Oh, well, yes. Or, like, does she get, she should still get her moment of he didn't come back or he is, he's, did he's hurt but he's come back so mm. for me it leaves the door open um sure i okay okay yeah Th- that makes but sense may- to me maybe too. not maybe it yeah, is yeah. just bad foreshadowing um <laughs> so yeah i think you're probably right i just think aside from the crosshair arc we didn't need anything else i mean okay with clone wars there are a ton and rebels there are a ton of episodes that you can just go ahead and skip yeah because it's just filler, because it's a whole season and it's content right. for kids and whatever. But like, wow. I mean, there's just not so it's not like I shouldn't expect that there will be dumb episodes that don't mean anything. Yeah. But it totally. really you really could just skip to the end. Yeah, like honestly, you probably could have like picked maybe five episodes total this season that actually mattered. Also, I don't know. This some of my notes were just like Omega just has showed no growth. Like maybe hmm. maybe the only growth she showed here was not falling for it in terms of like saying like if I if you turn me in if like when the guy was like if I if you um if you turn yourself in I'll let them go and she's like I don't believe you like I guess that's growth there but like narratively her getting captured was like too easy and I know that they needed to get her and like all those clones and what do you call it like in the same room yeah but like. I was just like, okay, next season's gonna be them about about her them saving her. And but now it makes sense that um in the last episode where that uh the new sister, oh my god, I can't believe it. Right. Um that the new sister was um you know, she's obviously like trying to I don't know what she's trying to do, save them or whatever it is. Um, but that's interesting to me because now she is um in the episode where last episode where where crosshair was trying to escape she was trying to convince him to like stay here it was more like not as aggressive as other ones it seemed like she was almost on his side so now we know that she is possibly possibly so yes um 
I agree. So remember that show on Nickelodeon where you had to like do like an obstacle course and there was like a pyramid and it was like in the jungle and it was like Tomb Raider or something. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. That's what I'm going to call all this temple business with that takes place at the cloning Institute of mm-hmm. whatever planet um, that they use constantly like as stingers in past seasons, whatever, whatever. It's where yeah. they're doing some serious clone stuff. Mm-hmm. Like doing hot clone shit. Um, I think this is, I guess, I don't know. I think it's very, very uh, purposeful that we are yes. doing Legends of the Hidden Temple clone shit um, alongside of Mandalorian. I just, I think my only thought was just like, wouldn't it be great if they could just like get rid of Omega? <laughs> And replace her with the older model. So yeah. They could be like not as annoying wolf and cub. Right. Lone wolf and cubs or lone wolves and cub. Um, wouldn't that be great? So, but that's not how it works. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I feel like everyone in the temple might be like a clone, a part of the project. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. So these are my notes. We still don't totally know what they're doing. We can make assumptions that it's like cloning the emperor or like altering, like trying to figure out how to alter um, the, uh, you know, human beings in order to, um, you know, be more, uh, follow orders more. I I don't know. I I did like how um, Tarkin gave clones a lot of credit. Like the other ones who actually fought with clones gave them a lot more credit of loyalty and individualism. I um, uh, I mean, this week was just like like the like, uh, cameo week on both shows yes. because on this one we got Saw Gerrera, obviously, who just like literally. I understand why everyone hates him because like he just has no mind for tactical ability. He's like we're just gonna blow it up. Yeah, he's it's awful. An idiot, and you just yeah. can't. Trust him. I know, I know that he is on the side of good, but he doesn't, he's in the scary side of good that you don't want mm-hmm. <laughs> involved. Yes. Um, I, I think it's interesting that they keep bringing him back in one way or another. I always have to chuckle because you just can't forget. <laughs> Bogullet. Uh, you just can't, you know, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Really going for it. Yep. Um, so when I see him, I'm just like, wow, young, hot, saw before he's a machine. But, yeah. you know, you know where it's going to end. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Krennic, Operation Stardust. Krennic! Yes. With, with uh, I believe they used clips of um, Mendelssohn, Ben Mendelssohn for The Voice. Oh, wow. In, in the credits, it said Ben Mendelssohn. But he only, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they pulled that from Rogue One. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, and the voice, I finally looked up who the voice of um, uh, Hemlock is. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I think his name is Jimmy Simpson. And he's, um, yeah. oh, you knew this. Okay. Well, yeah. We, didn't we talk about that last week? We might have, but I don't think I knew yeah. who that oh, was. Oh, Westworld, uh, always something, it's some, always sunny in Philadelphia. And House of Cards as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like. But Westworld, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have gotten that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I don't know, Sid, Rhea Perlman, how could you? Um, we knew it was coming. It. We knew it yeah. was coming. Because the whole season, it's like, you know, oh, Sid's not great. And like, I don't know. Sid's <laughs> not great. <laughs> I think Omega, I I think Omega's grown a little bit more than maybe you're giving her credit for. She yeah. definitely seems to have her eyes widened, which you did mention. And I think 
she's less, um, you know, she's less helpless, but you know, like Omega, these guys let themselves get captured so that you could get out. Maybe it's more than just they love you. Maybe you're actually more valuable not captured. And now they're going to have to go find you. So, jeez. They're going to get killed trying to find your butt. And and also, Nala Say does not... Didn't we see Nala Say, like, want her in safety and not where she's ended up? Yeah, they're, they're using... The Empire is using her as leverage. Right, but Nala say I don't think is happy to see her. She wants her safe somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, okay. yes. So I yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't remember if we established that right. a while ago. Um, but but yeah, I think there's, uh, you know, this season was fine. Uh, like season one was fine. I think I just don't care about what's happening or they're not making it interesting enough. Maybe the characters aren't interesting enough. But like, I, I'm not, I, listen, when season three comes, cool. I'm not as excited for season two as I was for season, that I will be for season three. Um, I think we'll get some, listen, they just didn't give us enough information to to the, to the reason why this show exists. I, I agree with that. And I may, again, maybe we're just, it's a void. And when a show arrives, we think it's going to fill something. And yeah, it's just that's, really not intended to. And we're just, we're trying to get water from a stone. Yeah. But, um, very Still, possibly it's a wasted opportunity like Filoni's a busy guy if he's not gonna be able to put out great Bad Batch episodes let him make some more Mando get, yeah. get Ahsoka out here yeah but I'm sure that he's not even that I don't know the fact but like he's, he's probably only on it as he's I'm, he's not like he probably he's not, he's like not the head the writer he's not the in the stu- like he probably gets phone calls and stuff like that be like All should right. we you know but I don't know well, that's I don't good. know yeah um cool should we move on to uh mandalorian mando yes let's do it uh i mean should we just talk about the the thing that like made my jaw drop holy crap i i I, my jaw was on the floor i couldn't believe it and and honestly i was more impressed with the cgi than the fact that they did it and then when and and when the voice matched that's when i was happy just a heart I got to tell you, I did not have a live action Zeb on my bingo card for possibilities in any realm no. of what would happen on the Mandalorian, let yeah. alone Ahsoka. I didn't yeah. think that was like, what? And, you know, we have Cad Bane in real practical. We have some of these other characters that have arrived practical. I... I was nervous. If they had told me Zeb was coming, I would have been like, oh, God, oh, God, it's going to look so bad because he is a, an animal. Like, it's an actual animal. Mm-hmm. So I am I support the CGI. I thought I agree with you. It looked good. It was obviously CGI, but I think it would have been more distracting if it was practical. Suit. I, I wonder. I mean, I'm sure we'll get some behind the scenes stuff at some point, but like, I wonder how much of a how much of it was practical. Uh, if any of it, like, you know, like, I wonder if it was a mesh of some of it. Like, I I don't know. I bet but. it was a mesh because some of his mannerisms were very much someone's in a suit. Mm-hmm. So I think they probably, like, just did, like, the animalistic, you know, he it's probably the act, the voiceover actor. Because I think he is very tall um, in 
in some sort of, you know. Yeah. Place. I mean, I don't, all, all I know is that it was the same voice actor. I don't know if yeah, it, was, it was like the physical, but like, man, that was really cool. And it had, I had to think again, like, okay, this takes place before Rebels. I know. Like his, his whole planet died before this. So we probably joined um, the Rebels in order to, um, or rather, rather, excuse me. This is. He probably joined up with with the the squad the rebel squad. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. After they after, had really Ezra went. Yes. Away. So, but for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, because I'm sure yeah, there are some. Please, Joanna, so yes. in this episode, when we visit um, our good friend Carson Tiva, who now has a name, um, in his little like rebel base, that scene where he's in like a makeshift cantina and he gets the message from Grief Karga that's like, "Come help us." Um, this animal person that comes and talks to him with an Australian accent is Zeb Aurelius, who is a character, one of the lead five characters from Rebels and who we adore, but who was not someone we thought they would bring into live action because he's a animal character. Yeah, but we um, assume that this was a test for Ahsoka. Sure, but that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's taking a big old swing. Like yeah. You could have given us, Hera, like anyone who is a humanoid. Sure. But anyway, um, so this was a thrill, especially because they still use the same voice, which mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, and it's just like add this to the list of rebels coming into Armando, which, mm -hmm. you know, those of you who do not watch rebels are like, I, this is annoying and I don't really care. And am I getting all I can out of Mandalorian now? If I don't watch rebels, I wouldn't say you're, that's the case. You might no. go away during Ahsoka. But, you oh, know, yeah. with the Purgles and now this, it's like, well, there's mm -hmm. definitely some Rebels in Armando. Yeah. Um, and the last we saw of him, I was going to watch the finale of Rebels today to know this, and I, I got a call and I got distracted. But, yeah, I think Ezra goes missing. Sabine goes on a search for Ezra. Hera goes to fight and has a little baby. Mm -hmm. And I think Zeb makes sense. Zeb would find would join up with yes. people doing good, and this makes 100% sense yeah. to me totally so what a thrill but no like you i was like <gasps> i was by myself no audience with you i was just like <gasps> well, there, was a, where, there was a second where i was like are they just using his his species and then uh, you know what i mean but i like like because uh, no, there are a couple yeah. of them left and i was like no th this is it this is it. and then this is it and then it sounded like him and then i just confirmed in the credits that it said zeb you know so yeah yeah what um, a thrill. What a thrill. Um, so outside of that, how did you feel about this episode? Um, I, let's see. I knew, I knew it was coming. I knew we were going to go back to Navarro and I knew the pirates were not going. Right, back. right. Um, and I, I like that we now have a device to get the Mandalorians off of their stupid animal planet. That mm -hmm. they can't even maintain, right? Animal and planet. I, and and we now can see a small direction with Bo and Mandalore. Mm -hmm. Um, I was I giggling a lot of <laughs> the episode because things were just quite silly. Yes, was I like, do we have time for all of this? There are only like three episodes left. Sure. Yes. Um, but I still think. Anytime we did not get enough Grogu in this episode, um, but anytime that we are actually with Din, I value. So yeah, I enjoyed this episode a lot, but I was like, 
like, <laughs> okay, this is when they're all walking in like a dirge to the lava flats, all 20 citizens of oh, Navarro. That's, that's in my notes. I was like, Navarro is not very big. Like, no, or they just <laughs> left everyone else. It was like, and the music that was playing was like very like Godfather, like Schindler's List. Yeah. On like a crusade. And I was like, yeah. what are we doing? And, you know, Carl Weathers is just a national treasure, but, you know, he can be very, he's a lot. So there were just some moments where I was just laughing, but um, I still had a great time and everything looked really good. Yeah. The special effects in this episode were excellent. I thought this was really well directed because um, none of the action sequences felt mis like muddled. I knew exactly what was happening everywhere. It was very clear. I knew what was happening on the ground. I knew the tactics of it. I knew what was happening in the air. I thought that it was beautifully shot. The special effects were excellent. So I thought it was really well directed. Like you said, a lot of the lines we were, Jamie and I were screaming lines out before they came. Like the, um, you know, the, he it, shot it's only, first. yeah, the, that made me laugh. But the other stuff that made me laugh was like the, you, you're outnumbered at 10 to one. He's like, I love those odds or whatever he oh, said. I forgot yes. what it was, oh, but, yes. um, I think it was but some, that. but this was an episode that posed again, more questions. So it did two things It had really fun action. It posed way more questions while setting up kind of what the rest of the season might be. Um, and then, and then the last thing that it kind of does is, um, um, it also just reminds us of what the, the bureaucracy of the, um, of the, um, the new Republic. Right. So can I ask you, so what is the bureaucracy? So like, did, why did we, so we get, uh, Alaya, um, back in this episode. Mm-hmm. She's now elsewhere or maybe they were in Coruscant when he yeah, went they, to they, that was, he went to Coruscant yeah with what's his name from um the office Tim, in with Tim Meadows with Tim Meadows um you know they we have her we have no mention of the other stuff we do of course have this you know when Carson is like something is not right um, right and of course you know we have the little ending bit um and lots of mentions of Moff Gideon like what is are we just are we is this all to just say like moff is back and everyone's working for him i I don't know i don't know so these are the questions that we have why who and why who who is setting up the mandalorians why are they setting up the mandalorians that that mandalore is a poisonous planet and stay away that you mean oh i'm even talking oh so i'm making a jump i think that somebody is setting up the mandalorians that they broke him out Moff oh, because of the best car. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that's something there possibly. Um, how is this all tied into cloning in terms of like, we don't know that yet also. Um, what's up with Moff Gideon? And I think the biggest question is, who is she working for? Is she working for Moff Gideon? Is she working for something different? Is she is she not a bad person? Is she a part of a like a cell that is trying to make the Republic better? I mean, that's a long shot, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, because quite frankly, what it's showing us and what Tiva is like actually Teva, Tiva, I call it, you know, uh, Tiva, like the shoes. We'll just yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like what sandals, you know, right. what what Tiva is discovering is the holes in the Republic 
that allow for the first order to kind of rise up. So right. like, so like w- what I like about what this is doing is it's being its own thing, but it's connecting a lot of the other things moving forward. Because I think one of the next things Disney has on its plate that needs to do is they need to create more content in the sequels world. And if Star Wars has been good at anything, it's making stuff that doesn't work better. The prequels, they were able to put band-aids on that. Yeah. When sequel- you say Star Wars, you mean Filoni, but yes. Yeah, but like like what they've been able to do is in hindsight make things better. So like it's just asking a lot of questions and with what three episodes left, we have to we were right on the Bo-Katan stuff, but what we, we didn't predict was that the armorer would be into all of it. Right. Okay, so that that's another thing. So the armorer, I'm like, "Oh, so you heard me last week?" You were just like she had to think about it, you know. I mean, okay, but then when she says take off her helmet, I was like, "All right, so can Din take off his helmet, please? Can we get some more faces mm. on I, our screens?" There was a little part of me that thought that the armorer was me tricking too. her, so oh. that she, so that she had to go back to the to the um the waters. That would be um, such a waste of time. But yes. I agree. Narratively, I that would be a waste say of time. Emily Swallow was going to take her helmet off. I did for a second. Totally. And I thought that all the Mandalorians were going to be able to take their helmet off. And that um, may happen. Yeah. And also, I, I, I'll, I'll go back to the thing. Maybe the Mandalorians did did take him. I, oh, did take Moff. I don't know. What I actually thought the end of this episode was going to be. I thought that um, Bo-Katan was going to challenge Din for the Darksaber with, behind the armorer, like, supporting her. That's what I thought yes. was going to happen at the end of the episode. I think I thought that it would involve the Darksaber, too, but why did I think that? Did they show previously on scenes about the Saber? I think they did. Well, they were talking about it a little bit, but um, my, my thing is they haven't talked about the Darksaber enough. Like, he has the weapon to lead Mandalore, and, like, no one's, like, talked about that. That seems like, like, a very serious thing that you should talk about. Maybe it's because he can't use it. So he's like, what's the point? I don't, I'm not going to stay with, I mean, I yeah, think it's Yeah, but we haven't seen that conversation. I know, I agree. I feel like it's going to be an accessory when the Mythosaur stuff happens, which, I mean, it could wrap up pretty quickly. Like, they go, they go to Mandalore next episode. She heart, she heart, Harks the Harkens the Mythosaur out of the water. They're all there. They they finally realize there's there's power in numbers. Stop caring who's walking the darn way and just yeah. get them all. I and, mean, yeah. Is this going to be like a Mighty Ducks two scenario where like they're getting You'll the band to, back together? Question on what that means. Oh, getting like at the together. beginning where they're like hockey's back on and they're like rollerblading throughout. Like it's going to be like we're going to be Mandalore again. Hop in, buddies. You know, like is she going to get the two people that left her? Is she going to like? Are we going to see Sabine? Another setup we for Ahsoka to see. Sabine, because Sabine has other Mandalorians that are with her. So if you're trying to get numbers, and she's she's part of a she's a she's a memorable name in a big house. Yes, Clan Wren. Yeah, I compl- and she's worked with the Saber. Like she, right? She gave the Saber directly to, from right. her to Bo. Right. Yeah. So I think um, the Mandal stuff can wrap up quickly. I think they could do that easily and get a, get everyone together. How this will the Mandalorians might have taken Moff to go like interrogate him i mean that, yeah. that was my thought i was like if it is the mandalorians which i didn't think they were setting them up but that's an interesting idea i just thought it was like yeah of course they bust him out because they're gonna go like punch him or something um i'm <coughs> guessing that this is all because he's working for palpatine 
Elias working for him, uh, back mm-hmm. the band's back Maybe. together again. And yeah, I don't know. That's like the clone part. And then we have the and we know that the new world order or whatever the hell they're called uh is impending one day. Mm-hmm. And then and then we sort the Mandalorian stuff out. But like Grogu needs to be sorted a little. I need some Jedi stuff going on. I just yeah, this just seemed like there's a luxurious a, episode when you only have three left. Yeah, there's a lot to happen. Like, you know, the first the seasons were just about one mission, and obviously this has grown, and I'm very excited with the Mandalorian stuff, like in the Mandalore lore, the Mandalore, if you will. But like I want I wanna see how this show kind of connects everything. You know what I mean? Like, yes. how are we tying this all together? Like, are these next three episodes going to be an hour each? I think the next episode is Bryce Dallas Howard's episode, which I'm excited oh, for. That means it's going to be good. Yeah. And it's um, going to involve Grogu. Definitely. Uh, I don't I'm. I'm. I think we said this last week. I am just fascinated about where this season is going, what's going to happen. And my hope. So. Uh, next weekend, not so you'll so we'll watch the next episode of Mandalorian, and then that weekend is Star Wars Celebration in London, right. which my my guess is we're gonna get a get a, we're gonna get an Ahsoka um trailer sneak peek and a release date. Um, I think we're gonna get Ahsoka pretty soon. Um, I do too, especially since Star Wars announced their. They're nixing some of the movie projects that they had. Yeah, I this think is all Disney money and everything. That's yeah. this is all the Chapek and all that coming in, but like or leaving uh, or coming. I forget which bill is coming in. Going Chapek left. Bob. Chapek but I- Iger. So is Iger's like, no, stop with all this freaking nonsense. Yeah. Let's do the good because, stuff and save cause, money. Because <laughs> if you saw Disney Plus on the site announced by accident that. Secret Invasion was coming June 21st, but they removed it from Disney Plus. So, and it hasn't been like officially confirmed. Oh my God. Some people uh, are of the belief that like they're just not ready to announce it yet. Other ones are of the belief that they're pushing it back because of just too much MCU content. I think, you know, but, but also, are they going to do a so Mando and Ahsoka back to back? Like, I also, I also don't want to wait another two years for another Mandalorian season. You know what no. I mean? So, and I don't want my Mandalorian to become just a cog to get us to other shows. Agreed. Uh, similar to what Boba Fett was. I, I think mm-hmm. Mandalorian is good on its own. And it, it had a huge following for its first two seasons, rightly so. And I want to see that continue. We also will, what am I saying? We're going to see Pedro's face because he's in, he does it in every season. So like, that's going to happen. I can't wait to know when. Yeah, and um, how. My totally. other question, I like that they're going to be living, what, in the lava flats until they all go back to Mandalore. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cute. Um, we actually saw Gorian Char die on Disney, which is like, whoa, death. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good for them. Um, but yeah, can, is Din going to go with her? I certainly hope so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, that's a great question. I don't know. Because she was like, yeah, you go. Go, you go and get those mandos. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, did go too and take your helmet off while you're at it. Yeah, I don't know. That's this are these take are all. Take your shirt off. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that. I'm again. I'm interested because like we have to go back to Coruscant and deal with that stuff. Like what, what, uh, you know, what are we getting in terms of cameos at the end of the season? Will there be any? You know what I mean? Like, and there's still a hunt for Grogu. Sorry to interrupt you. There's still a hunt no. for Grogu. I would imagine since he has this glorious M count. Oh, that's an excellent point. There's still a whole Grogu hunt for yeah. sure. Um, are you interested 
in seeing next episode if it is just Bo by herself going to get the Mandalorians and it's yeah. not Sabine. Okay. I'm I only mean, interested if, if Din's with her, to be honest. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, I, I, I am interested. I, I'm, I'm just interested in narratively what they're choosing to do. Thematically, I'm a little confused as to what they're doing. It feels like this. this I, I don't know. I would like a little bit more focus thematically, um, but we'll see. We'll get there, I guess. I don't know. Yes, I would. I like the focus thematically to be. You don't have to do it in the way. You can do it how you want to do it, and let's start this over mm-hmm. and come together. And that involves taking your shirt, I mean, helmet off. I think that that is realistic because this is an antiquated rule. It doesn't do anything. They mm-hmm. can still put their helmets back on. They're still very scary. I just think that they've got to switch it up. And that would be a really cool thing because a lot of people, that's a, that's a really interesting story that people are stuck in ways of old world and they realize that, they can still be good people and loyal and true, but walk a different path. Yeah, and I'm hoping that like the armorer allowing her to walk both worlds, which I which it yes. feels like BS, um, would be nice. I, I, I it would be really what would be really fun is if they took all their helmets off and like some of them were like well more well known actors like who are, gonna, <laughs> who are going to be a part of the series. You know what I mean? That yeah. would be interesting. There's oh, also great. a part of me that's like. What if I was just thinking about this? This probably isn't true, but like, what if uh, Moff Gideon is one of the them under the helmet? Oh, that would be hysterical. But like, also, like, I, I feel like we'd know if there was like a new guy. You know what I mean? Also, twist. I don't think they can all take their helmets off because Paz Vizsla is John Favreau, and unless he's gonna do it, he, you can't like do a like ADR. <laughs> Yeah, but you could you could always I know I I understand. So that. actually, that would be problematic unless yeah. he dies before the helmet move the the great helmet movement happens. Sure. Um. Anyway, I'm very excited. We've got a few left to go, but you know it's um it's still it still surpasses a lot of the other. Sh- I get so excited every Wednesday. Yeah, me too. I mean, every Wednesday I get excited for this one, and I'll be sad when it ends. And like. It, it's, it was this was good Star Wars this week. Like it had a really fun Star Wars elements this week for sure. Yes, and you brought in the rebellion. That was really fun. Mm. Well, nerds, it was bold of you to return, but we hope you had as much fun as we did, and we hope that you join us next time for another episode of The Mandalorian. As a small universe and a multiverse of other nerd verses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and follow along on the socials: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the Nerdverse Pod. We thank you so much for listening and for following along. Please keep telling all your nerdy friends about us, and remember, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> oh man, the little Babu Fricks saying, uh, "Amazing, they amazing!" Kill me, bad baby. This was a quality uh, um, closed caption episode. Oh, quality! Yeah. <laughs>